0: Welcome to Unlocking Empowered Motherhood with Ms. Leah, a supportive space for badass moms to help each other tap into our power as mothers and not get lost in the day-to-day struggles of parenting. We're so glad you're here. Hello, and welcome back to the Empowered Mom Podcast with Miss Leah. I am here today with probably my favorite person in the world, even though he doesn't believe me when I tell him that. Um, He is 10 years old and he is a fourth grader at Woodside Elementary and a Kid Time alumni. He is interesting, funny, smart, and if I do say so myself, uh, very well made. He is my son, Griffin. Welcome to the podcast, Griffin. Hello. Thank you for being here.
1: No problem.
0: How do you feel?
1: Nervous and excited at the same time.
0: Excellent. That's how I feel every time I record a podcast. What a coincidence. Nice. So, Griffin, this podcast is about moms, and it's for moms. Yes. You have had a mom for 10 years, which is me. That's true. And... My first question for you today is, what do you think makes a really good mom?
1: I mean, first of all, uh, your mom has to love you. That's, that's, that's important.
0: It's kind of the law. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Does your mom always have to like what you're doing? No. Can they love you even if they don't like what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. I would say so. Good. Sorry. I'm leading the witness a little bit. Keep going. (laughs) You tell me what makes a good mom.
1: (laughs) So, like. I feel like a good mom is like someone who, like, will support their child no matter what, unless their child says don't support me, which would (laughs) be be unusual. Yeah, that would be kind of weird.
0: So, but then then they would be supporting them in what they need situations. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. They need if they like need help with stuff, they would help but, like, not, like, spoil them, because that would be not fun.
0: Well, it might be fun, but well, not good for you, maybe long-term. Yeah. What do you think is an example of a way to spoil a child? How do you think people spoil kids?
1: I would say giving the child everything they want without needing to work for it. Mm. Like, I feel like it's a good idea that you guys give me, like, chores to do so that I can work for the stuff that I want to get
0: and earn things and kind of
1: things because you feel way more reward when you get something that you worked for
0: and you know that at 10 you feel like that's true for you already I would say so when do you think kids should start having chores like what age
1: it started around like seven but I would say maybe like seven and a half eight
0: Mm mm-hmm So, why don't you tell our listeners what kinds of chores you do at 10 years old?
1: Well, uh, I have the chores to empty the dishwasher. Sometimes I have to load it. And then do laundry. And then also do stuff with garbage cans.
0: Do stuff with garbage cans? (laughs) Like (laughs) taking the garbage out?
1: (laughs) Take the garbage out and Uh put it back
0: Uh
1: after the garbage man comes.
0: And what do you think that how do you think that benefits you having chores
1: uh I think it's benefited me pretty well because I like the fact that you guys give me like you guys say okay you make this money every week allowance allowance you get this allowance money every week but you only like you only get to spend five of it and then the other five goes into savings because now I can save for, like, other stuff that I actually want and not just random stuff I find on Amazon that I also want.
0: <laughs> so you're saying you're also learning about money and how to, like, how to, like
1: save up it well.
0: and spend it well. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad you're learning that. That's important. Yeah. So I want to ask you a few things about school. You have been all the way through kid time. True. You've been to Kid Time Summer Camp. You've been to mm-hmm. Kid Time Aftercare. You've mm-hmm. been to every Kid Time program except really Infant Center.
1: And also Kid Time South.
0: Okay, that's true. Well, <laughs> all right. We had fewer programs when you we were little. When you were little, you went but to all the little, ones we had. I went
1: to all the ones that we had, yeah.
0: So what are some of your memories of Kid Time and, like, how you learned there and, like, what sticks with you? You know, you're 10, like, what do you remember about preschool and your teachers and what kind of were some of the important things that you still are inside you from kid time?
1: Well, I remember all my teachers were, like, really good teachers. They would, like, if the kids were, like, doing something else and I I could go up and ask, hey, like, can I draw instead of, like, do this activity? And they would be, like, sure. And they would, like, really quickly set up a little area where people could draw if they wanted to or, like, read you know, probably no one was reading yet in preschool. They were looking at books. They were looking at books, looking at the pictures, like figure doing stuff other than what everyone else was doing. So like we could ask teachers, uh, to change stuff, and then. Also, we just learned a bunch of fun stuff like stuff about animals, like stuff that you need to know, but also stuff that is uh fun.
0: Things that are kind of like actually in your world. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a big thing in preschool. We want to teach kids things that they see and help them to understand the world around them. Is mm-hmm. that kind of what you're, you experienced? Yeah.
1: And also, one of my uh, favorite memories ever was I was, like, just, like, walking around uh, during the outside time, and all of a sudden, you called me over and was like... Hey, you're part of the the bigger kids now, like the bigger kid class and I was like, Oh okay And then I like walked up there when it was time to go inside and the teacher was like, Oh hey, you're the like the smaller child class <laughs> and then I would, and then I was like Actually my mom said that I was in the bigger kid class and she was like, Okay So and then she like the teacher was like okay and then I went into the class and we were learning about animals that day I remember I really liked the uh the little gorilla toy because I thought it looked like a person (laughs) yeah I remember that memory
0: so you have a very strong memory of a day you moved to the next group yeah the
1: day I moved to the next that was
0: rough dogs
1: rough dogs well sure rough dogs when
0: you're a rough dog you're the top of the world
1: yeah (laughs) well besides pork
0: chops Oh, that's right, because we invented the pork chops the next year because that's we needed true. somebody to take care of you after school. <laughs> yeah. Most people don't know that some of the Kid Time programs have been born because Miss Leah needed childcare for her child, Mr. Griffin. No. So when you're a rough dog, you're the top of the heap, and then the next year, where do you go next?
1: In kindergarten.
0: Right. And are you the biggest or the littlest in kindergarten?
1: Uh, I was on the younger side. There were kids that were older than me.
0: Well, but I mean, and when you're in kindergarten, you're the when youngest you're, in yeah. the whole school, right? You are the
1: youngest in the whole school. That is true.
0: So what was that like? Do you remember going from being the biggest kid to being the littlest kid overnight actually, in the new school?
1: Yeah, actually. You do? Yeah. Um, kindergarten.
0: And what's that like going from being the biggest at preschool to being the littlest at elementary do you remember what that felt like
1: it was a lot for me I feel like because we would go from like really like big compared to everyone else and then like all of a sudden we're the smallest one in the school and it's like really weird like where what (laughs) (laughs) happens?
0: didn't you have like a fifth grade buddy or something that
1: I did have a fifth grade with Buffy, 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 buddy, but I don't remember their name.
0: And did they, like, show you around the school and stuff like no, that? No,
1: they would just, they would, like, show us stuff in class. And I think they would, like, help us out with some work stuff. They would, like, teach us stuff.
0: So what do you think is the biggest difference between how you learned in preschool and how you learn in elementary school?
1: I would say in, like, preschool, there is a lot more uh, hands-on learning
0: mm-hmm.
1: because there's not as much stuff that we need to learn so you can like have more time to like experiment have and have it's like do whatever
0: what if i told you you were learning that whole time you just didn't know it
1: i know i i know that <laughs> isn't it weird crazy. to think
0: that you didn't know like literally anything at all like uh, yeah how like what happens when you pour water out of a cup <laughs> Like, you know, you're learning from the very get-go when you're in preschool, right? That's true. And so how do you learn in elementary?
1: In elementary, well, in kindergarten, it's still more like small little stuff. You don't need to learn a lot in kindergarten, mostly just how to read. But in first grade, second, third, fourth, it gets, like, progressively more, like, challenging Mm -hmm. because you have to learn way more stuff. Like, first grade was, like, basics of math, second grade was a little, like, mastering basics of math, and then third grade was, like, third grade was online for me, so, and in third grade, you get, like, a boost of math, because you have to learn division, and multiplication, and fractions, and it confused me a lot, and yes, it didn't help that I was on Zoom.
0: Right, that must yeah. have been a whole different experience. Yeah. Are you happy to be back with your friends at school? I'm 100%
1: school? happy to be back with my friends at school.
0: Did you enjoy anything about distance learning?
1: Well, I enjoyed that I went to the kid time one because I got to still be with people during that.
0: Yeah, you weren't alone. That's I w- I true. I not
1: alone. I weren't. weren't. I wasn't alone. <laughs>
0: Well, um, and for the record, for our listeners, I did not pay Griffin to say that. So, thank you for plugging kid time there. I appreciate that. Solid. What would you say is the most annoying thing about having me as your mom? Ooh. <laughs> now, I've assured Griffin before this interview that he will not be in trouble for any answers that he gives. So,
1: That's, please I can, be honest. I can agree. <laughs> she did say that. Uh... The most annoying thing...
0: About having me about as having
1: your mom. About having you as my mom. Probably that we're so alike and that every single time I will get into an argument with someone in the house, it could be you, could be dad, you will know exactly what to say because I learned it from you. <laughs> so I can never win a single argument. That's not the most annoying thing, but... That is of, annoying. That's one of the most annoying things I would say. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think and and for our mom listeners, I think one of the hardest things about being a mom Is that our kids are little mirrors. (laughs) And we look at you and we see stuff you're doing sometimes. And we just want to stop you because we know exactly what you're doing and where you're going wrong. Because you're just like us. Mm -hmm. And I know, is that something you've heard me say many a time to you? Yes. I know exactly what you're doing. Sometimes we know exactly what you're thinking. And you look at us and you don't know how we know. But it's because you're so much like us. Mm -hmm. So how do you think moms out there should navigate dealing with problems with their kids when their kids are driving them crazy because they're reminding them of themselves that's a tough one right
1: long question (laughs) uh I would probably say like we as children Mm -hmm. are very alike to our parents our parents made us i think Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it makes sense that we will like you know what we're doing you know like you just know so i would say you have to remember we are very much alike but it's where i'm a different person we're both different people Mm -hmm. and we both can like figure out a thing that makes us all good in our different ways
0: that makes sense mm-hmm. so what I'm hearing you say is I may feel like you're reminding me of me
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I need to remember as a mom that you're still you
1: yes and you can tell me to stop doing something and I'll do my best to listen uh-huh but if you're like turn this way. we also have to like we need to learn how to do stuff and it's sort of like hard to do that when our parents keep on telling us to like oh no this isn't like what you want to do if you want to do this because like if i'm trying to like boil water for the first time Mm -hmm. i'm trying to like um, turn on the stove and i do something wrong i like pour in vinegar instead of water I don't know I mess Uh it up somehow yeah like you you guys can tell me that like I'm doing something wrong but I'm probably still going to do it just to see like okay where did I mess up what do I have to do different
0: like you need to make the mistake to learn from it
1: exactly
0: which is everything every adult thinks they know yeah and we think we know it with ourselves yeah but then we see you making a mistake, and it's like, no, 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 stop. We want to stop it. We don't want – because we love you, and we don't want to see you suffer. We yep. don't want you to have to drink your boiled vinegar. We want you to be able to have your
1: boiled right. water for
0: whatever that was My, for. Uh, uh,
1: hot chocolate. Right. Um. We want you to have
0: your hot chocolate not taste like vinegar. <laughs> but the only way for you to know that there's no – reason to put vinegar in hot chocolate is maybe to taste how gross it tastes and then you realize you have to learn your own way
1: or maybe it tastes delicious I
0: don't. or think maybe it, it tastes delicious i don't think i'll ever know that's a great point though because because i think adults sometimes forget that we don't know everything mm-hmm. we think we know everything because we're older than you but and we do know more than you in many cases but we don't know everything and maybe that little bit of vinegar would have made your hot chocolate so delicious
1: yeah, maybe like mistakes can make things better sometimes. Like if I'm making eggs
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh somehow uh I'm do I'm making eggs the different way than I normally do. Of like like I make it differently. Mm-hmm and I accidentally pour in some milk to the I don't know how. I accidentally pour milk into the like bowl that has all the like yolk stuff in it
0: mm-hmm.
1: it makes the eggs taste way better but I would have never known if I didn't accidentally pour milk so That's a weird example but it works
0: so basically what I'm hearing you say is we need to recognize that you might be a little bit like us in some ways but also remember that you're not little mini versions of us yeah you are your own human yeah Definitely. There's definitely a lot of ways you and I are alike. What are some ways you think you and I are different?
1: Different? Uh, That's a good question. I would say I uh, definitely like video games more than you. This is true. You're (laughs) much more
0: of a video game guy.
1: Yeah. I got that from Dad. True. But, like...
0: It's hard because we're a lot alike, huh? Yeah. I can see you trying to think difficult. of things. This is difficult. Well, we're both kind of stubborn.
1: Yeah, we both we have are. strong opinions. We do.
0: We both have strong feelings when we have them. Like, mm-hmm. our feelings are big.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know. Stubborn is the biggest one that comes to mind. That's the thing we're the most yeah, alike.
1: This, this might not have an answer. What's the next question? <laughs> What's the next question? Let's skip this one.
0: So Griffin, in your 10 years on this planet, you've met a lot of moms, you've seen a lot of kids, you've had probably more experience with kids and families than most because of kid time. Mm -hmm. So what do you think your one piece of advice would be for moms who just want to support their kids and be good moms and do the best job that they can? What advice would you give to them?
1: Actually, I have a couple things. Uh, Number one. Don't spoil your child, because that's (laughs) going to make them disrespect you more than, like, you would ever want. Because if you spoil them, they're going to be like, oh, if I, like, do stuff like this, and, like, I can just get whatever I want. And, like, and then they're going to grow up to be a, pardon my French, (laughs) a-holes
0: <laughs> some interesting French but okay fourth grade French
1: <laughs> <laughs> so don't, you don't want to raise spoiled like, kids to grow up to like be they don't like respect anyone and they'll like and when they grow up they're gonna like not understand the concept of working for stuff Okay. okay. and then uh, also like having your kids pay for their stuff that's another good thing
0: kind of part of the spoiled argument
1: part of the spoiled argument uh, you want to support your child, like, if your kid is, like, hey, I'm, like, really interested in, like, drawing stuff, or, like, I'm really interested in, like, text stuff, or I'm really interested in, like, reading, and then, like, you're watching them, and you're, like, oh, wait, he's, they're bad at reading, or they're bad at, like, this thing that they said they were, like, liking. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't want to, like, tell them that because then it's going to make them feel, like, really bad about themselves and they're going to, like, want to just stop doing it. Because if your own parents don't think you're doing a good job, then you're probably not doing a good job.
0: (laughs) That's fair. So what you're saying is to support your kids in what they're interested in regardless of how amazing they are at it. Yes. Because nobody's going to get amazing at something if they give up on the second day because they think, well, even my mom thinks I stink at this. Yeah. Fair enough. That's really good advice.
1: Yeah, I know. That's why I said it.
0: Have I utilized that advice with you? I would say so. I haven't picked on you too much for something you're not good at? Yeah. Maybe like brushing your hair. (laughs) It's not exactly a hobby, but you know.
1: I've picked on you for Mario Kart before.
0: Well, this is true. You've picked on me quite a bit in Mario (laughs) Kart. Well, Griffin, I want to thank you for being my first underage interview this has been really fun and, and I hope, I'm too. oh, I'm glad you did. I hope I get a chance to interview you again sometime. High five. High five. No one can see, but that was a lovely high five. <laughs> so thanks everyone for listening and um, when in doubt, don't spoil your kids and encourage them in the things that they love to do and yeah. show your support. And obviously it will matter. And I feel like this is really great advice and I hope it's useful for other people. Thank you, Griffin. You're you're a proud Kid Time alumni. You make us all proud, mm-hmm. and we all love you very much. And I will would like to also mention that at least two or three of Griffin's very special teachers at Kid Time are still Kid Time teachers. Actually, probably four that's or five, true. if I'm really thinking about it. And um, that's pretty awesome. So thank you to his teachers for helping to shape this little person and make him into a really special human. All right. Take care, everybody, and we will see you next time.
1: Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.